The Secret Society of Stuff is grateful for the support of its many members. That means you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. A few weeks ago, NASA released a report which detailed the, the physio physiological effects of zero-g on the bodies of astronauts who had spent different amounts of time in space. Time, time, time in space. This report stated mm -hmm. unequivocally that the damage done to red blood cells was permanent and continued even after the astronauts left the zero-g environment. In Philip J. Corso's book, The Day After Roswell, he details an autopsy that the military supposedly performed upon one of the deceased creatures that was found near the wreckage of the craft. In addition to having no digestive tract, no sexual organs, but also had no red blood cells, possessing instead a kind of lymphatic fluid coursing through its veins, which indicated that it had been grown in a lab specifically for the purposes of spaceflight. So this, this guy wrote uh, Stanton a letter on January 26, 2010. Uh, let me let me just read this directly. This is what um, his father told him about what he observed. Number one, they were humanoid, with a head, two arms, two legs, two eyes, mouth, and a nose. Number two, they had no ears. Right. They had holes where their ears should be, maybe, something to that degree. Number three, they were small and fragile with unusually large heads. Number four, they had large eyes, but no lids. Number five, they did not have genitalia. Six, they had six fingers on each hand. Seven, they had skin that looked like that of a shark. Now, the other guy said that he saw close-up photographs of this thing, and he said that it looked like snake skin. I think uh, the Pascagoula guys, I think they referred to it as like elephant hide. Right, exactly. And weird. And which is, which is kind of what I, what I, kind of what I remember, you know, on the, the three that I saw. The final one, and this is just about the bodies, they were the perfect size and shape to fit the formed metal reclining seats that he had seen among the wreckage. Now, um, as, as far as after the, the recovery happened, uh, he said that he continued to um, learn uh, about the, the crash and, and more crashes even after the Roswell incident. Um, this is what he was able to learn. The wreckage was taken to a hangar somewhere, probably Hangar 18, and carefully reassembled like a giant puzzle, revealing a saucer-shaped ship. Subsequent searches were conducted for all of the missing pieces. Some of the men involved in the recovery had their belongings looted in search of the missing pieces, some of which were recovered this way. However, many pieces remained missing, and it is believed that they're still out there somewhere uh, in someone's possession. Um, so the crew, you know, his, his dad said that a lot of people took pieces as souvenirs. All right, anyway, so the writing inside the ship never deciphered. Um, when electrical currents were applied to parts of the ship and the materials within it, they changed shape and exhibited strange properties. The ship's frame and fuselage were found to incorporate wiring and circuitry that were invisible to the naked eye and somehow arranged perfectly atom by atom within the metal. 
it was determined that the ship itself and all of the materials it contained had been, in quotes, cultivated in some way as singular pieces at the molecular level, crystal by crystal, one molecule at a time. The materials were perfectly arranged in geometric lattice patterns with molecular alignment, creating unusual alloys and amalgams with properties not found in natural materials. Scientists were unable to reproduce the materials or determine how they were made. Now, if you'll, if you'll uh, look down at, at the next message I sent you, it's an article from, I think it's 2021, it might be 2020, where they're doing just that. They just started doing it. They figured out how to grow metals in a laboratory um, to any specifications you want. Um, the creatures, as his father called them, um, that were recovered at the accident site had circulatory systems, but no di digestive organs, no digestive tract. It was determined that they somehow absorbed nutrients through their skin. Where have you heard that before? The creatures had unusually large brains with four hemispheres separated by bony plates and an extraordinarily large amount of sensory nerve tissue throughout their bodies arranged in specific patterns. The creatures were connected to the ship through a form of wireless technology and were an integral part of the ship's function. The creatures in the ship functioned as a single unit. They weren't crew members or passengers, but were an operational part of the ship itself. They were more than just pilots. It's almost as if they were grown together. The creatures were bioengineered robots made for a specific function, and they were simply one more component of the trade. They were grown in a laboratory using methods similar to those of the other materials. Their flesh and their bones exhibited molecular alignment like the other materials, and they were extremely unusually resilient. Um, they were The creatures were determined not to be representative of the physical appearance and biological type of the beings who designed and built the ship. They were simply drones or machines, and the creators of this technology were believed to be considerably different physiologically. Now, I don't know how they would know that, but that suggests that if they created these drones, which are humanoid in appearance, look, looking like us, perhaps we've been kind of manufactured as well. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've kind of thought that myself. This is strange. There was no propulsion unit inside the ship. The propulsion unit was initially believed to have been destroyed in the accident, but it was later determined that the propulsion was provided by the creatures themselves as an advanced form of telekinesis. The creatures themselves, or their minds, rather, were the units of propulsion and navigation. Have you ever heard anything you know, like I, that before? Yes, I have. I've heard uh, a lot of shit. I've even heard people call in on, like, coast saying they have driven a craft, and it, they did it with their mind, and it's usually fucking women. The ship and its components were determined to function through a type of non-physical energy that we do not yet have access to, an energy apparently harnessed and controlled by the minds of the creature. The energy that fed, controlled, and powered the artifact was determined to be a form of focused consciousness or power of thought, which again, that FBI memorandum that said that these things were like psycho-spiritual, like they, they come from like the locus and the takas of, of uh, Tibetan mythology. And, you know, of course, the Nazis were fucking totally right. convinced that that shit was real. Um, um, I forgot what did you hear down to the craft? I've heard radar. I've heard radar. Yeah, yeah, radar. I heard something the other day, totally unrelated to Roswell, about 
military technology. I don't remember, maybe magnetic force beams or something that they were shooting at UFOs trying to down them. So it was right. determined that the cause of the accident was lightning that struck the ship. The lightning apparently incapacitated one of the creatures, somehow creating an imbalance in the forces driving the ship, breaking it so that the ship couldn't function properly without all of the creatures acting in unison. What the rest people talk about uh, if these things are so advanced and the technology they have is what it is, then why do they crash? But you got to think about it this way, you know, they've traveled all this far to get here and then have a crash and people are like, Oh my God, you don't hear of many crashes, nowhere near as many as you do sightings and shit's going to happen. I mean, you look at our pilots, you know, they're known to fucking botch a landing and crash, run off a runway into the fucking ocean, all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and also, dude, they're, they're, Philip Corso made a really fucking scary uh, observation in his book, The Day After Roswell. He said that he was afraid that the crash was intentional. That that they wanted that technology to be. That's seated. what I, that's what I was about to say. You know, Valet goes into a lot of that too about this shit being gifted to us through these crashes. Yeah, or virused onto us. You know. All right. right. So the origin of the ship was never determined. It was believed to have originated from one of three sources: another planet within the Milky Way, another galaxy in this universe, a planet in another dimension or the Earth's own future. Thank you for listening to the Secret Society of Stuff. With Robin Chad. With Robin Chad. Stuff. The wind blows where it likes. You can hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell from where it comes nor where it goes. Nor can you tell how a man is born by the wind of the Spirit. We do know people touched by God become like children, spirited, believing children of the wind. I am, my life is very strange right now. Oh, you, you and me both, brother. <laughs> it's, it's hard to, um, whatever you just said about somebody's excited about me, like every day my I'm receiving just really strange messages like out of this. It's just strange. Okay. It's just strange. I guess I should ask you straightforward. How much do you know about me? Very little. That is, that's the cool thing about it. I've, I've done very little research, uh, and for the sole purpose of, you know, making it easier for us to have conversation flow and, you know, Okay, uh, so you don't know a lot about me, okay. Nope, nope. Uh, I, I do know that you favor my ex-wife's husband quite a bit. <laughs> huh. Interesting. This is kind of weird. <laughs> Since understanding this thing is happening, um, it's kind of made me reevaluate like all kinds of just strange stuff in my life that I just thought was just, eh, oh, whatever, you know. And um, apparently those are significant and... Um, I had a near-death experience in 2008 while I was on active duty. Um, and, uh, I had a really hard time. I went through a very dark time after war and, um, 
after two times of war. And then I started having dreams that were look, smell, taste, everything of war, but they were in this weird mythology of like, literally I went to my first time to the VA. I'm at the VA telling my, I, I, my commander took me there. Hey, what's I was up? A lieutenant. Hey, there's, there's, there's Jacob. I was telling yeah. you about. This. Okay. Jacob, I'm just starting to tell my story so I can start over or whatever you want, whatever works for you guys. Oh, just uh, pick up wherever you were. Um, act like I didn't even arrive. Okay. Um, I started having these, I had these dreams and they were like, First of all, they were just strange because they, they're just like combat, but I was fighting a huge-ass fucking snake. This is one of those rare cases where we have an expert witness and an excellent photograph. I have a very good experience of uh, measuring things. And I would say the snake I saw there was close to 50 foot. Close to 50 feet. I don't know you say 50 foot or 50 feet. So, right, y'all, this is a really big, big problem. He don't know how we say 50 foot, 50 feet, Right. How he know we not know that he know 50 foot, 50 feet. 50. All joking aside, though, this shit really happened. There's photographic evidence. This guy's a qualified observer. He's a pilot. The only discrepancy in his description is that they think that he got meters confused with feet. And when looking at the photographs from a bird's eye view, they can see ant mounds around the, the creature, the snake. And they estimate that rather... <laughs> They estimate that rather than the snake being 50 foot, it was more like 150 feet. I made certainly between four and six passes right over the hole where the snake was in to let the man take a picture of it. It was moving inside the hole and looking very dark green, deep green, brown, with his belly white. Now when I came down on that snake in his hole, and I would say at about 25, 30 foot up, the snake raised up by about, I would say, 10 foot. And I could very clearly, closely see the head, which was looking, and I could not make a better comparison as with a very large horse, with big, very, very big jaws, looking triangular. And you're just standing up like there to me, and I, I feel and I'm convinced, if I had been in its range, it would have struck at me, it would have been striking me. And yet, I would say, well, certainly, it could have easily eaten up a man. My wife at the time said, I have never seen you move like that. You went from your back to your legs, and then you were just like combat fighting. And, and like when I woke up from this, my my three children under like eight, they were all screaming, crying, and I was bleeding and my wife was screaming. I mean, it was fucking pandemonium in my yeah, house. Yeah. You're, you know that whatever is going on with blood. So is like indigenous angels type stuff. Right. You know that, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. And you know, uh, I think a lot of this phenomena may be that. Yeah, so uh, I'm not all of it, not all of it, all of it's not, but I think we're dealing with multiple phenomena and we have no clue what we're dealing with. So I think here's what I think if, if, if I think I know exactly what's going on and I believe the Bledsoe's do too, and I believe. and I believe that it has everything to do if you just pay attention to what he said. It is Hathor. And then you just use that as your foundation. 
what the fuck is Hathor? And then you go and you find out what Hathor is and how Hathor comes. Hathor comes on the solar bolt, on the solar disc to empower goddess of love and fertility. And and they empower a human, one human to fix. And they, they empower a human who is the completely of whoever is um, the in charge race and the in charge uh, either feminine or masculine, they choose somebody who comes from that to fix that. What do you mean? Hi, by Holy the way. shit, Chad. You did yeah. make it. <laughs> Hell awesome. yeah. There we go. Good. What do you mean feminine or masculine, if you don't mind my asking? I'm sorry, I came in a little late. Came in a little late, <laughs> 42 minutes later. <laughs> hey, better, better, hey never. whatever works, right? Better late yeah. than never, no doubt. Yeah. I'm, I'm Chad, by the way. What's your name? Oh, shit. Yeah, we can hear you, Chad. I don't know if he can hear us. Anthony, there? Yeah, I can hear oh, you. Okay, hear Chad, though. Do you I need can't to hear Chad? Now? That's weird. No. I can't hear Chad now either, but. Yeah, well, I'm I'm talking now. I'm talking. Can you hear him now? No, I don't even see his icon isn't even on the thing. There's nobody's icon on there. Oh man, yeah, he's over the top. Hey, Chad, you may have to log out and log back in under your account. What up? I right, I'm gonna mute this. Thank you for listening to the motherfucking secret society stuff with Robin's chat. What were you saying about Friday night? Uh, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. Friday night, got on the, had to go over to Jersey, got on the bridge. The second I got on the bridge, I looked to my right. There were five of them. Uh, they followed me to my buddy's house. I kind of hung out there for a little bit, left the house, took a right, went down. And it's kind of like a rural area. Uh, Second I made a right, there was about 10 to 12 of them. Those were the, the pictures I sent you. But um, I turned down a street. There was a little cul-de-sac road that had four houses. And then across the street was an open field, probably like football-sized field of nothing. And uh, I parked up, just sat there. And the 10 craft, some of them circled, some of them hovered, some kind of went from craft to plane. And uh, I just sat there. Uh, there would be some little lights that would interact with me. And then at the end, it was probably like an hour and a half. And at the end, one of the craft slowly comes down to the top of the tree line. It sits at the top of the tree. And probably like 50 yards from it, there's a, a smaller tree. And it shoots the light into the tree and it starts to sparkle. And the sparkle turns into a little craft. And from that craft, a little faint, like, shot of light occurs. And I look to where it went, and there's a full life-size hologram of, like, my size robot machine type thing that looked like a security camera in the middle with a light. There was a little miniature one of them, and then there was a, in all in black with, like, a white head, like, humanoid type thing. Fuck and you. Hey, hey, well, hey, hey, hey get happen. this. Here, here's happen? a fun fact, too, Chad. This is 20 miles from Lockheed. Where the- that sat there for three minutes, and then it would it went dark, 
and then it did it three more times. Like, how do you breathe? How do you take breaths knowing that at any moment something like that could happen? Right. It... He's getting some way far out shit, man. Blue beam shit going on. Yeah, it's like people are having different reactions to the same phenomenon, and it seems to be affecting them on a really personal level. But it's a, it's surely a phenomenon because objective shit is happening within that subjective field, right? And and For I don't sure. I don't know how to I don't know how to explain that. I simply don't know how. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. right? Well, I don't know how. So I take the video of me driving up to that road, and that that has all the craft in it. And what I see with my naked eye is just those craft that are in the sky. But then when I go back and I pull up the video and I lighten the picture up, those are where you see the imprints. Those are where you see the, the field level craft and beings. But those aren't like physically, like when I'm there, that craft isn't there. But when you look at it in the picture, it's there. It's fully immersed into the, the conscious aspect of it. So... I'm watching it and all of a sudden the camera turns and it, it turns 180 degrees and it's looking at a house. That's not in the video. They, they moved it and I'm looking at it and, and the, light, the lights pop up and they're there. So in, in, in real time, you're saying that the camera didn't move. Correct. But you're saying that after the fact... In, in the, in the, see now here's the fucking thing that should be testable we should be able to look through that video on like a, a really deep scale and see if there's anything anomalous about the feed our cameras were capable of seeing further outside of our whatever our eyes capability of view anyway look human beings we're kind of at I mean, we'll probably evolve, but but it, it, the evolution is such a slow process. We have created technical prosthetics, which allow us to see things that we wouldn't normally be able to see as as our current, you know, animal state allows. So we have FLIRs, we have thermal imaging cameras, we have um, uh, it's uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye 360 that uh, Bob McGuire was part of creating. Right. I mean, we, we've got these things, so why aren't we using them on a more... Uh... Bob's using Hawkeye. He's got it all over the world right now, just scanning everything. Uh, they're going to use this technology to, I think I heard, to gauge the distance between the lines of pyramids and stuff like that, and try to do some deep research and study on some shit, so... I have a, a how-to video on how to create one of those things with, like, less than $60,000. Wow, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I just know they're RF data analytics company, and I know they've been firing satellites into space using Elon's rockets for a while oh, now. So. Uh, yeah, I was watching the uh, uh, Reed Wood footage. Uh, the you know the, the footage where Doctor Reed apparently started taking videos of this creature after it tore his fucking dog in half. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's. I heard somebody talking about that. I actually spoke to. Maybe it was Big Willie at SOR last Saturday night talking it's about real, that. Bro. That's yeah, real for sure. Yeah. They they think it is too, and I'm with them. Uh, there's a lot of smart scientific people that believe it is too. It's it gets deep and really fucking weird. The main thing that sold me was that he's using a VHS camera, right? Yeah. Which is which is what? What's it made of? How do you t record onto a VHS? The the tape is you know it's a magnetic strip. So when he gets oh. close to the craft. When he gets close to this craft that's hovering in the middle of this field, the, the tape starts fuzzing out. And it's oh. only 
starts pulling back and then he zooms in once he's at a far enough distance that it stops doing that. But the, the closer he goes to the craft, the more the, the camera starts fuzzing out. That's because of electromagnetic interference. And then you start noticing some real fucked up details. And that was what got me. Again, this should be measured. We should have sensors on you motherfuckers. I mean, at all times, there needs to be some sort of a sensor array that we can attach to you bastards. I got into, (laughs) bro, I got into an argument last night with Ted Rowe about that very thing. I said, we were arguing about just researching the the topic. And I was like, bro, I was like, what? There, it's very simple. Why, why, why is there not a research group that is just following experiences? Like I don't right. understand. What that. the fuck going on? Is it you know, are they so mired in disbelief and skepticism that they're unwilling to even like attempt to research the, the this amazing phenomenon that's happening to people totally unrelated to one another on. Oh, the sides of the fucking globe. I'm so tired of this bullshit. Like, come on, be scientists, man. The research community itself is getting way too caught up in the craft. That's that's a nothing burger. Yeah, I mean, well, not nothing burger. I mean, like, nothing they're, they're, burger obviously, exists. they're obviously getting, but I think that's a separate phenomenon. I think that there are real craft, but I don't think that the ones that we've captured have too much to do with with the with what you're experiencing. Hey, I think hey, several yeah. simultaneous problems happening at once. Did you see those links that I sent you in Telegram, Ted? All the fucking patents and all the paperwork yeah, I sent you about Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew about okay. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he's a smart dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Navy's been patenting some weird shit for, for since 2001. I mean, well, probably earlier than that, but they have patents on some fucking buck wild nonsense. You hey, know? hey, Dad, think- InfoCypher, is that that guy you was talking about that's been at you, the right wing fucking nut job? Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't him, no. Okay, I seen him on a couple of your posts this week, too, and he uh, come at me the other day. I've taken the... Um, the approach of I'm in full attack mode. So if there, if a troll pops up or if there's a, a skeptic person, I just go full attack mode and I just attack these people. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Speaking of fuck them, Chad, I can't wait till we have this conversation about our new Rob about butt stuff. <laughs> bro, I can't wait, bro. Hey, <laughs> so, uh, Dan, just so you know, we're having a Rob uh, uh, 3. A Rob Vector, uh, baby. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever watched the the Curiosity Show. If you go onto YouTube and type in the Curiosity Show, oh, it's yeah. a yeah, I have, yeah, I have the app on there. Yeah, yeah, dude. So it's it's fucking amazing. So we're we're interviewing Rob. Uh, God, what's his last name? Oh, fuck um, I know. I can't even two. think of the name of his show, Rob but two. yeah, Rob number yeah, two. Yeah, Rob two is 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 him. Rob three <laughs> is the guy that I did a move for the other day, and this motherfucker turns out to be a, a research scientist at the fucking. Um, oh, um, Rob, Rob Morrison. We should remember that. Rob Jill Morrison. Morrison. Okay. By Jim Morrison of the Doors. God bless Rob Morrison. What is Rob what is and, and Jim and Jim Morrison. And Jim Morrison. Well, Jim Morrison's spirit ghost, yeah, you yeah, know, or whatever. Sure. Always sure. encouraging me to try heroin. Thanks, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Uh, so, so the uh, the um, uh, Rob two is fucking super exciting to talk about. Rob three is super exciting oh, to talk. Yeah. About. Rob three helped Bay develop a space laser. You know, a place where Chad just happened to stumble across the property of with uh, Pilot Matt a while back. So. I can't believe that they fucking let us on. Well, they didn't let us on anything. Essentially, I'm not going to say it out loud. I remember I had to bleep out that part last time. <laughs> Bay, dude. Bay. BAE, what the fuck? British Aerospace Engineer. Is it engineering or? Uh, let's see. 
I just know they're an aerospace defense company. Uh, these are these the ones that are working on the fucking Raptor. Maybe. Don't you find it fascinating though that uh, Dan sees this hologram twenty miles from Lockheed? Lockheed? No, I don't find that amazing at all. I don't either. I mean, I do, and I don't. Well, you heard what's his face? You heard Rob three talking about uh, um, uh, the the fact that he his his property where all these fucking coyotes are like going behind this brick wall and then just vanishing with a snap crackle pop uh, uh, is what is it like ten miles away from a um, like a huge RH emitter? I mean, a UHF emitter. Yeah, I I think I think once I think the frequency stuff plays into a big time. So Rob Three has some Skinwalker shit going on. Yeah, and see, you know what would be really fucked up is if there's this awesome corporate fuck up where all these people are just having like really it's screwed up. Yeah, dude, like oh motherfucker, they're gonna get their asses sued, bro. You know, you can you can give someone cancer and maybe get away with it, but I don't think you can like entangle people's realities and and fuck up their worldview and like skip out on that courtroom here. Bro, I was telling you, I had the, I had the little. Oh, oh, the guy, oh. he's in, he's in the matrix. You're in the little matrix, bud. the little, I get there little, little, sh- little shots of pain, little, they come. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't have cancer, bro. Yeah, I, that was just a joke. Well, maybe. Let's hope, let's hope not. Yeah, all right. I'm a, I'm a, I might or might not have brain cancer, but fuck it. Hey, Where'd you go? God damn it, Dan. He'll be back. You, you make one mention of cancer and people get all fucking butthurt. <laughs> so, okay. so, does butt stuff unlock the consciousness? Is this Bro, I, don't, I don't know on? what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you, 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 I think he's like a tool fan, right? So I'm sure that's what he was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I threw a couple of tool references out, too. I think what did he just disappear? I guess I'm it's still, just me. I'm still here. No, I'm still here. I'm just trying to okay. get on the kids. I'm going to flip my mic. Oh. All right. Well, hey. Um, um, God damn. This is fucking fascinating. Oh, shit. No, we'll, get it. We, we'll get it back. Let me, let me text. Text him. What's going on? Excuse me. Okay. Never hurry. Had the same name yesterday. Oh, good. You started this a group chat. Yeah. Get him, just tell him to click the link back. Just click on the link again. Kicked out. It's just because your signal's fucked up. He's driving. It must be driving. He, uh, maybe. Hold on. He... What the hell's going on here, dude? My phone is being all kinds of sketch. Do not take that and throw it in the garbage and get inside. Yeah. So they may. They may have just. That may have just been them saying hello. Yeah. My phone. My phone glitched out a little there. Oh, well, I, like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm staring oh, at him right now. Man, we're talking about spooky shit, and the spooks come. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, dude. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure, like, right now, remember the time, 7.26 p.m. Let's ask Lindy what she was doing. Oh, by the way, anyone who doesn't know, Lindy is my friend from Abilene, Texas. She's she's an experiencer. And she, the, the Chad says I've talked to her before, but... She's, yeah, at her kid, she's at her kid's Well, she's the chick that was on the call currently. with me and you and Matt that one night, when me and yeah. Matt talked the first time? Okay, okay. Yeah, didn't, what, I, what, didn't, I didn't get to talk what? to her much. She's at she's her where? birthday party. Oh, okay. yeah, good. Oh, fuck. I forgot to wish him happy birthday. She's giving me a buzz when she gets out of there. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, you're going you're gonna to enjoy talking to Lindy because she's going through some fucking buck wild ass shit. And she's powerful, dude. There's some stuff happening to her that's uh, 
that I, I I wouldn't have believed it unless the hitchhiker effect nailed me like like while hanging out with her. It was bizarre. Hey, did bizarre. you listen to did you listen to Cahill's podcast yet, Chad? Like I fucking told you to. No. What is it? God damn it, you and Lewandowski. He they told the story about uh you know the the goblin problem song. He told what happened. What happened? He and you can tell when he was telling it, he was just like, Ooh, I can't believe I'm telling this. He's sitting there and he's like, So and then he's like, Okay, Shine, you're telling this now. Everybody's gonna think you're crazy. <laughs> so I what happened? Go, What's the goblin problem? You'll just have to fucking go and listen to it. I'm not telling you his fucking story. You can hear it from him, goddammit. Ooh, suspense. Ooh. <laughs> he's a big storyteller now. I had I had a dude tell I'm in a uh one of the Twitter uh like uh amateur research groups brought me into like a, it's a group of like 10 experiencers and one of those dudes t- I've told them what I see and like the different thing I and I mentioned like some insectoid type things and the and the guy goes, who runs the research group he goes hey he goes be careful who you tell the insect thing to they'll think they'll think some things I was like bro like what like so all the other stuff I'm going to say, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But the insects, you know, I've, like, I've, I've been tempted, I have been tempted, Dan, to like say to experiencers, like, you know, filter out the more bizarre shit. But it's all bizarre. Hey, edit, yeah, edit, like, edit this part out. But guess what? Speaking of, yeah, <laughs> speaking yeah, of research yeah. groups, guess what I weaseled my way into, Chad? You know, I'm not going to edit this out, but go ahead. <laughs> this Oh my God! Thank God, dude. dude yes, there's so I much. am inside, just sitting here looking at all these. You know, that's why you got to edit this out. Looking at all these ex spooks and these scientists guys and all these guys, just looking at these guys work and just sitting here thinking, "Wow, how did I fucking get here?" I mean, <laughs> and this was all by just creating this network of people. When I fucking went and knocked on the door, they look. They're like, "Oh man, he's connected to." And all these guys click. <laughs> hey, Dan, and, and, and obviously we're going to continue all this bullshit because this is just so super fascinating. And I think that we've really touched on a thread here that is going to change some people's lives. I really do. Sure. Most of the interesting shit that I've read about this stuff, it hasn't come from mainstream news sources. It's come from like deep, dark forums, it, you know, no, it, and Bibliotheca Pleiades. Yeah, Bibliotheca there's a lot of deep shit there, too. I use Reddit for a lot of different shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just not just woo. I use it for my Pokemon yeah. shit and all kinds of I shit. use it for the common cold. For the common cold. My mom uses Google for the fucking common cold. Mom's a, mom's a fucking hypochondriac, so she's always diagnosing something. So. I love right, you, so mom. I love you, mom. Not that you're ever gonna fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of here. All right, bye. Yeah.
I started getting really into it and my belief just shattered. It was like a religious experience. And I, like, it was so powerful. And I thought, am I fucking crazy? Or, or what's happening here? It was, it, it, it I don't. Peace.